0: Hey there, everybody out there in internet land, this is Jason. You know me, I know you. Except I don't know you, because you are a faceless... Nothing, I suppose. So I had a whole thing written for this. Um, it was pertinent to the information that we give in the podcast. It was. It had, you know, it had substance to it. But then, Chris said something quite surprising to me uh, within said podcast. And that was... That when he was a child, the song Lady in Red played in his nightmares, and that he is terrified of it. I am here to defend Lady in Red. I will defend it by saying, you guys all know that's about the guy's fucking love for a hooker, right? Like, he goes out and he's just like, wow, that hooker's really hot. Everybody really wants that hooker. I want that hooker, too. And then he gets the hooker. And it's all about... Love for a hooker in red. I don't see why Chris is, uh, you know, has it. You would think he would really like it, because Chris is all about that stuff. Maybe not hookers in general or in specific, but you know the persuasion that they run with, and hmm, you know what? Let's just let the song do the talking for me. Chris, if you're out there, and I know you are, know that I do this with love. We've said before and we'll say again, this is therapy, bud. And I just want you to know that I'll never forget
1: the way you look tonight. I never seen you looking so lovely as you did tonight. I've never seen you shine so bright (laughs) I've never seen so many men ask if you wanted to dance So looking for a little romance Even half a chance And I have never seen that dress you're wearing All the highlights in your hair that catch your eyes I have been blind Lady in red By my side. I never forget.
0: onward to mighty jason oh i'm like his steed i like that <laughs> i like that a lot I uh-huh. shall
2: ride thee and spank thy buttocks along the way.
0: And then now I don't like it. Nope. <laughs> nope. 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 So, uh, Chris- well, I mean, there's there's certain
2: things that just come along with the with the job, and yeah. You
0: know, Chris, we have we tomorrow, have man. we have a little bit of uh, unfinished business uh, that I actually forgot to touch on last week. So, um, yeah. so well, I mean, we'll just get to it. It's um, welcome to another episode of See No, Hear No, Speak No.
2: The ufos conspiracies weird wild wacky shit and murders
0: cha-ching i'm jason rambo
2: with a horse tail and i would be uh your knight in whatever i don't know i'm not wearing any armor right now but uh you're not you're not
0: wearing anything are you chris no, no, just, but I am mighty. Just uh you know, take it easy with the riding crop is all I ask. Um, <laughs> so I I know and so do our listeners, uh, that we have a probably like a lot to get through in this episode if we don't want a third one. And it's not that I don't want a third one, it's that I don't want a third one. So Right. We're gonna right jump now, we're gonna get it. We're gonna jump right the fuck into this one. And this one <laughs> starts with the continuation of the tale of the Cleric. Abramo, take it away, Chris.
1: Wow. Well,
2: uh, <clears throat> the reason I asked you about uh, Ulysses Grant uh, just a few minutes ago before we started the episodes there uh, had something to do with the last tale of the mighty... Well, I keep saying the word mighty. He was not not, not necessarily mighty. Let's call him um, a dick on a mission.
0: Dick um, on a mission. <clears throat> that's That's my nickname on Friday nights, yes.
2: <laughs> the dick on a mission, Abramo, um, he wound up uh, in his hunt for, you know, remember we were talking about the Order of Krask being the ones who, um, Absolutely. who still Absolutely, the like ones that to, still
0: ate humans, yeah.
2: Suck of the blood, right, right? And, um, yeah, he, uh, on, on his quest, he winds up coming across, uh, being in the Americas, uh, with his order, or his people, or whatever. Um, and he puts together uh, this little. Th- there's, there's some shit going down, okay? Right, and this is. Right. Uh, I say around the time of the Civil War because it mentions that um, Ulysses S. Grant. Um, hang on. Um, right now. Uh, yeah, so he's. <coughs> he winds up over there because he gets wind that not only did somebody uh, you know, he's following the trail of the order of Krask or whatever and wherever it may lead him, but he also, while he's there, gets wind of uh, an outbreak of the wraith virus.
0: Ooh, shit. Wait.
2: Just tearing ass. So we had, on we had zomb-
0: zombies on the mainland here, yeah. Wow.
2: Indeed. Sweet. Indeed. So, um, Abramo... Puts together uh, a group of ex-union soldiers, uh, you know, intrigued doctors and and uh, let's say mercenaries, paid mercenaries, um, and he calls them the Holy Order, which was kind of a joke because you know he's kind of the only holy person in the whole right, thing, right, but right. he's also you know anyway. I was kind of hoping. Yeah, so,
0: I was kind of hoping he was going to name him the Western Union.
2: <laughs> that would have been funny though Yeah, I, I like that uh, so at, at some point um, the president uh, of the time, Ulysses S. Grant uh, was made aware of the situation and um, he wanted to or he was assuming that, that it was some kind of crazy um, plot to get the gold you know oh, the, the gold, at that yes time.
0: absolutely, the gold you always well Watching out for that
2: goal. Yeah. Uh, you know, talking about the economy and stuff like that. Um, <clears throat> but uh, it, it mentions that uh, on the 24th of September, uh, the Wraith <laughs> the Plague reached Washington, carving a stained shadow over the poor and destitute. So basically they, the, the zombies just kind of kicked ass on all of mm. the uh, homeless...
0: and they're they're turning everybody else into zombies right like that's what the the virus the saliva right well yeah yeah. yeah. so why haven't we heard about this in history books
2: well I mean there's a lot of stuff that happened in history that we've never heard about
0: okay Uh, or or at the very least on the history channel which this is right up their fucking alley
2: you would think but maybe there's a cover up
0: Mm, by the history channel yes let's continue because people wouldn't, they, we just,
2: you know, normal population wouldn't accept such a thing. Oh,
1: blow their minds.
2: Um, <clears throat> so this day was dubbed Black Friday.
0: Wait, is that the, and, is that the uh, same Black Friday that where I got my TV from?
2: It could be. I mean, uh, this was, um, it says ex-Union soldiers, I, so this, this would have been somewhere yeah. in the south.
0: Like, I am pretty sure that... Uh, that I saw some lady eating some other lady at, at the store when I did, so. Yeah.
2: I mean, it doesn't mean, that so, well, either way, Enter enter Abramo at the time.
1: That's the name know, of his movie. There's a
2: few that enter leaked through. Right, but he, <laughs> exactly, kind of like an A-team sort of scenario, sort of situation.
0: Oh, my God, where, he's where driving where a van, and I love it.
2: These, these these fuckers just bust in and start just blazing the town and just making quips left and right just
0: like how'd that taste uh we're here to help mr your, president oh man it's so good <laughs> we know what's going on here
2: and only we can stop it <laughs> we are the holy order of western union <laughs> I mean <laughs> exactly I mean it would be a, it would be a great movie great movie and and I'm sure somewhere along the lines these these rates and it doesn't say this, but this is just my speculation because you you know that's what kind of show we are, mm-hmm. so well, how did the rates get here in the first place well my my theory is that you know, which is what led him along the trail to the Americas in the first place to find the wraith outbreak. Uh, it w- was the trail of a vampire, and it was said that ah. sometimes the, the the vampires would use the wraiths as uh, like guard dogs. Right, right. You know, because
0: now did the wraiths not you know, go for vampire uh, meat stuff because like they also had a form of the virus? Like, why were vampires safe? I don't think we we touched on that.
2: No, no, we didn't, and, and it doesn't mention that. But I would say that that is the kind of the case because it also doesn't say anything about um, before the two, the the first two groups split, uh, the the lupus and the vampiris uh, before those two groups split and went their separate ways. Uh, it doesn't mention that, that there was any kind of quarrel uh, right. between them uh, along their path of mutation and such. So, so then, Kate, yeah, I think so uh, then Kate
0: Beckinsale is like a liar. Yeah, what's that? Kate Beckinsale is a liar, and so is every movie with the title "Underworld" in it.
2: Yeah, I don't, I never understood where this this feud comes from. I, I also had heard in in other lore that uh, the the vampire or uh, the werewolves were used as guard dogs, much like in the movies. But um, it really makes more sense because you see other lore as well that talk about you know the vampires biting you but not turning you and you still get you turn into a ghoul and they can control you and stuff like that
0: that doesn't sound like a good end of the stick
2: Nah, it really doesn't it it really doesn't it usually happens to the people that let them feed off of them while they're alive and then you know before they get too old and they're Uh, like well we're not going to turn you so
0: gotcha all right, you know, so, we're just going to
2: live in your house and let, let you clean it. And so stuff.
0: We're, we're thinking that Abramo has sniffed the butt of a vampire all the way to America's butt. And that's where all of these other butts are being butts and making just, just shit everywhere. Indeed. Indeed. And, and he and his,
2: his uh, B team have to jump in and clean up the mess. And uh, after that, he just kind of fades into obscurity.
0: Huh. So, So does he fade into obscurity, or is he actually President Richard M. Nixon? That would be just uh, an amazing turn of
2: events, because, you know, he was around in, what, the 1830s, I think? Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. So for him to have lived all the way to the 1970s... Now, that wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility for this type of... Uh, uh, for the type of stories that we're talking about here. Absolutely. So maybe maybe he did... Uh, maybe he was turned.
0: And maybe he yeah. really wasn't a crook. Indeed. That's always possible. I don't think so. Okay, so yeah. That, yeah. Was, that was pretty neat. Is yeah, there, is there, uh, I is,
2: thought that was a pretty cool story.
0: Um, And then so he just... He comes here. He he clean Does he like kick ass and end the 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 whole zombie deal, or does he just clean up afterwards?
2: Yeah, no. He he basically ended it. I think he um, he he did a lot of killing, and then and then that's okay. you know because the the cover ups and stuff. He had to just fade away into obscurity. And I got and, it. Yeah.
0: I mean, kind of
2: like witness protection.
0: Or kind of like when priests smell us boys and have to go somewhere else. Since he was a cleric. Um, Very much like that. Okay. You're absolutely right. I'm trying to to have a a metaphor for everyone, Chris. You know, something that everyone can relate to. I mean,
2: it makes sense to me. Mm -hmm. I I think the people appreciate that very much.
0: I I happen to know that they do. Even though I've never gotten an email about it ever. (laughs) All right, so...
2: Well, we're still... We're not holding our breath, up, but, but we are patiently
0: waiting. I'm holding my, uh I don't know, let's say I'm holding my, I'm going to hold on to my left kneecap until I get a, I was, an email.
2: I was hoping you were going to say breasticles.
0: No, I know you are. That's why I didn't. I'm never mm-hmm. going to do what you want me to do.
2: <laughs> I get that a lot, actually.
0: Oh, no, uh, I'm sad. <laughs> Uh, so, anyway, where are we going next, right man?
2: Uh, Well, we are going to talk about some guys. Some guys who found some things. We're going to move on from the little cryptic creature thingies and move mm-hmm. on to some of the, um, the artifacts.
0: Sweet. That real, live, yeah. actual archaeologists found that have been proven real and are in just the most reputable of museums. Continue, please.
2: Uh, you know what The what?
0: see cover up man cover up so <laughs> <laughs> that cannot be a catch all you can't just say cover up why not that's
2: the whole point of like <sighs> I mean it's not the point but that that's kind of a thing with I mean, uh
0: madinkies it's just such a bitch move man <laughs> with uh, what you call it uh, conspiracy theories yeah yeah yeah, because all, cause all they have to say is whole cover up, man. The government, and I'm supposed to be like, it can't be proven.
2: You're right. right. Oh and, no,
1: and you can't tell me I'm wrong. <laughs>
2: <Ugh>.
1: <laughs>
2: exactly. So no, okay. Wait, wait, we're, 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 we are going to we are going to say one more quickie little interesting thing about some of the, the creatures mm-hmm. found, which is on a whole nother world of levels. Yeah. Right? Okay. So there's a, uh, but but it's not going to be. It, it's going to end the creature thing though. Okay, so uh, there is a dude named Professor Challenger.
0: I doubt that cool fucking name. seriously.
2: Challenger. Right. So he uh, was yet another one of our amateur explorers. Uh, he was an explorer, but he was he was wasn't really much of a. I don't know, it doesn't say what he is a professor of. Just because you anyway, buy a jungle hat
0: doesn't mean that you're an explorer.
2: Or a professor, yeah. Very true. You can't put on glasses and grow a cool beard and stuff. And I've tried. You're instantly a smart guy. i tried. <laughs> like, right? <laughs> you may look a little cooler, but... <clears throat> doesn't add any intelligence so okay so he was he was a fan of traveling through the jungles and such of uh, South America and Africa and in the jungles of South America he winds up in the Amazon specifically he winds up upon a place that he dubbed the Amazonian plateau
1: mm-hmm.
2: as it is a, a plateau, plateau right in the Amazon Right, pretty right. self-explanatory uh, but there is some kind of weird temporal anomaly that's going on there and it can't it's, it's immeasurable it's unstudiable at this point because we don't have the technology to do so Right. but somehow there is a spatial uh, temporal anomaly that's going on there so let's say it's like a rip in space time that uh, allows for um creatures from other times.
0: Other times to... or other dimensions.
2: Yeah. Okay. All of that. Right, okay. Uh to slip through because it's all it's not linear, it's all, you know, let let let's yeah. say jelly.
0: We're all folded paper, man. So mm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
2: So, yeah, so, okay, so they, they immediately he, he finds this, and he tries to figure out a way to, to, like, lock it down or whatever so that people don't immediately find out and start poaching.
0: <laughs> start poaching? That's well, a big yeah. fear, is poaching? Yeah,
2: poachers, fuck yeah. Not, and then, well, not crazy monsters coming and, through
0: and, and, and destroying the world, so he's going to put it on lockdown. That, too,
2: but, yes, but he wants to, He, he after finding um uh, some poachers that had that had killed a uh, a well we're moving on so he that was his thing but after finding uh some some poachers that had killed a baby triceratops all right that had snuck through the the anomaly the anomalous area mm-hmm. uh this woman <clears throat> uh named Kathleen Meredith who was i guess a friend of Professor Challenger um she established the Royal Society for the Protection of prehistoric species now i guess that doesn't really protect other maybe it does maybe it's like an umbrella sort of thing like she's into dinosaurs but she'll protect anything that's coming through this fucking
0: thing no way it says specifically on the bottom of their charter we protect all dinosaurs fuck bald eagles oh yeah
2: well, thankfully, the Amazon doesn't have any bald eagles.
0: Not anymore, it doesn't.
2: I mean, hey, it's their fair game.
1: <laughs> That's right.
2: We got enough. <laughs> we got enough. They're endangered in this area,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but
2: in that area, y'all can do whatever you want. Mm-hmm.
0: They taste delicious too. Oof! Indeed. Do they ever? So this crazy lady makes this crazy organization for nut bags. Continue,
1: please. Uh-huh.
2: Well, because what you know, what 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 would happen is. Let's say let's take the poachers out of the <clears throat> out of the equation. But what would happen is, you know, let's say some creature from another time, another era, another planet, another fucking whatever yeah. would come through, and you know, not being used to this atmosphere or this fucking area or this climate or this whatever, they would either die or it would flourish. If it would flourish, well, maybe we could find you know we could study them and blah 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 and blah blah they taste, them and see yes. how and see how they taste, and then maybe allow poachers to get some because mm-hmm. they're, they're doing too well. And, you know, fuck our own eco- ec- ecology, uh, ecological fucking right, systems yeah. up and that kind of stuff. <clears throat> right, or, or maybe just fill up zoos with cool stuff, like, you know, new Jurassic Parks and stuff. Oh,
0: I wonder how many of these creatures came through and just immediately, like, exploded into a bloody mist. Because, like, they were just so used to, like, atmospheres so much more serious than zero you know yeah. yeah yeah
2: that'd be fucking awesome I would just like
0: probably build a tree house there and, and <laughs> just watch all the, watch. the blood mist pops
2: yeah <laughs> great <laughs> that'd be great so um yeah that that was that
0: that is pretty cool <laughs> what is what is this uh, what is this temporal rift in our reality have to do with uh Mr. Marilyn well, I mean, he actually
2: has the uh, uh, well, a specimen of a baby triceratops as well, and other some of his the other creatures that that he got uh, that he has in his collection are. Um, Which
0: from there? Yeah, that's uh, that's yeah. crazy. So like, uh, well, <clears> throat> 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 well, I mean, uh, oh, so. No, I mean I was gonna say so like could uh, could uh, you know the werewolves and, and vampires and, and such would they have originated from there? But then I was thinking, well, that's just a virus that infects normal humans. So uh, I don't know. Never mind.
1: Okay. <laughs>
0: so
2: <clears throat> moving along, please. We're gonna talk about these really fucking wicked artifacts and some ancient dudes and some not so ancient dudes mm-hmm. and okay so mm-hmm. way 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 back when Doo-doo. this dude <laughs> this dude named the prophet uh he uh with an f, Kamara
0: Camaradif. Um, oh, see cuz I knew some guy yeah. named Camaradish before. I was just making sure it wasn't the same guy.
2: Ah, uh, was he Middle Eastern as well?
0: Uh no, he was French Canadian. Hmm. Mhm. Poser. Oh yeah, I hated him. I, I, just, I didn't say I liked him. <laughs> he was a douche. Um so
2: the the prophet Kamara um he lived a long time ago, let's say around 650 BC.
0: That's, that is a long time ago.
2: It's quite a long time ago. Yes. Uh, he's a Middle Eastern dude. He was allegedly, allegedly 10,000 years old.
0: Um, I mean, people would believe anything back then. I could walk up to him and be like, hey, I'm uh, 6 million years old, and I have uh, 12 toes. And they'd be like, oh, mm-hmm. and look at this guy over here, 6 million years old, 12 toes, can you believe it? I'd be like, yeah, can you believe it? And then I'd walk away, and I'd leave town, I'd go to the next town, and then they that town would be talking about me forever. Indeed. I'm
2: saying people are stupid. Indeed, they, they would. And it would just continue to perpetuate this ridiculousness. Yeah. That, this
0: guy was 60 million yeah. years old, man, and he had like 35 feet and toes. You would not believe yeah. how many toes... Yeah, my
2: grandma was was fucking sixty years old, driving a Mack truck, pushing. You know, like the, what the fuck? What? Uh, what the fuck did I say? <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, this guy, this 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 guy, he left uh, some texts behind. For another dude to find later on down the road at 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 around twelve sixty five.
0: You should really, you should really usually delete your old texts. That way, they don't get you into mm -hmm. trouble. You shouldn't just be leaving those behind. You don't want to leave your search history behind. That's for damn sure. Mm -mm. Well, you might, even though.
2: I mean, even though I'd like to think that nowadays people would just understand.
0: I don't. I don't know how many people. I, under, I don't know how many people understand. Uh, uh, Power Ranger, giant cock spray, jizz everywhere. Japanese porno question mark in your browser history. Listen here,
2: you ripple nipple bastard. <laughs> we cone nipples are going to rule the world.
1: <laughs> <sighs>
0: nipples.
2: Anyway, uh, yeah, one day, one day. I'm holding out. Yeah, one day. <laughs> <clears throat> so. Much later on down the road, uh, in the in the 1200s, <clears throat> so so the, the the dude of Prophet Kalmeridiv, he he left some texts behind, but these texts were supposedly uh, they were found by this guy later on, way 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 later on in the 1200s, whose name is uh, Augustine Sarah, uh, but anyway, uh, these texts were supposed to have been dictated to him after he found this uh, sacred fucking. I guess you wouldn't call it a temple. Let's let's call it just this fucking outpost, like okay. area that was clearly built by some intelligent hands. But it's the it's not sophisticated or anything crazy. But inside it's supposed it's supposed to have this this um, zigzaggy walkway into a spiral door. Oh, While well, opening huge spiral opening, and then uh, this series of dark rooms, all leading off of uh, a central hall, circular hall. Right. Right, um, right. In each of these rooms, placed equidistant from each other, uh, were these bizarre, uh, let's say, off-world uh, of of a of a non-terrestrial material origin. Um, these are little fucking rocks, little geometric, little fucking shaped rocks.
0: So you're saying to me that it was basically a museum of alien penile. Kinda,
2: but, but, but more But like... with rocks
0: instead. Yeah, but
2: with rocks instead. So it was like
0: yeah. a, a geologically penile museum of things that aren't from here.
2: If you took the rocks out and put dicks in their places...
0: Uh Yeah, it would be just the most
2: insane find ever. And probably somewhere that that they could do a nice little series of movies based on.
0: I I mean, we could probably do that anyway. (laughs) Let's do it. It would be extremely low budget. We're just throwing that out now, unless we can get some investors... But we will have our (laughs) Alien Penis Museum movie made. It'll be called Night at the Alien Penis Museum, and Ben Stiller's going to be in it. We already talked to him. Ben Stiller. totally down. And at night, the alien penises, uh, instead of coming to life, they actually die at night. And then Ben Stiller has his way with them.
2: That is horrific. No, Owen Wilson, no. I'll punch him if I have to.
0: If I get near him. Well, no, I mean, he can't be in the movie, but he's got to hang out on set just in case we need to punch something.
2: Oh, oh, well, that's perfectly okay. That's perfectly acceptable. In fact, that might make my year.
0: So what kind of rocks are in this thing, you goddamn rock-obsessed freak? Man, these
2: rocks, these, these are some cool rocks. Anyway, so the, this, this area, this, this place is called the Pathway. And uh, after this kid, Augustine Serra, because he didn't live very long, and I'll explain why a little later. This kid was only 15. But he wound up finding, um, uh, the, uh, so, the, so the text that, that uh, the, the monk, uh, Adif, left behind, or prophet or whatever, they were dubbed uh, the Scara so the book the scrolls I think they were scrolls initially but then they were uh, rewritten um, and put into book form Um, so they were dubbed the Scara and uh, this kid Augustine Sarah wound up getting a hold of a portion of it and he read about the pathway and decided he was going to go check it out and he wound up finding
0: it, and, and so that's why he's dead now. Mm, yes and no. Okay.
2: So it's said that the Scara was dictated to the monk Calmeradif after finding the pathway uh, by these three disembodied entities the cuboids uh, which is what they're being called the black cuboids because they are of some sort of black rock-like material that's pretty much impervious to anything it like it can't be burned it can't be damaged in any way and and so they knew so they thought at that time right um but it does have a, a very odd and adverse radioactive reaction to uh, organic material. I was I, I was actually uh, going to say,
0: before you said anything, I was like, well, let's see, we have rocks from other places in space-time. This 15-year-old kid's going to die of radiation poisoning, isn't he?
2: Yeah, but it's a huh. totally different type of radiation poisoning, uh, which is called spiral syndrome. Uh-oh. So, after being, uh, after being exposed to this form of radiation... Uh, your skin starts to develop these holes, these spiral-like coiled holes that go down mm. into your arm, which uh, supposedly don't hurt at all. Uh, some of them are big, some of them are small, but you can see inside them, and it, 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 it looks like there's no bottom.
0: Okay, great. And if
2: you... Put things inside them, they disappear. Wait, so, so you as start to, to develop that black holes? Basically, yes. If, in your skin. And what if you
0: put your finger it, in it?
2: And it kills you. Like, automatically, you just die. Now, like, you don't die as soon as you get one, but it, it does kill you. There's no living through that. But, like, if you but, put your um, finger in
0: the hole, does it suck your body in?
2: I think you can get it back, but. Like, there's no end to it. There's no bottom. Like, you could just keep shoving shit in yourself, and it would just disappear.
0: Just like Chris's Friday nights. That would be... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit.
2: Um, Uh, Hang on, hang on. Let me clear my
1: throat.
2: uh Oh, Peter. That's nasty.
0: (laughs) All right, so this kid now has uh, black <laughs> holes in his bodies. body
2: body. yeah and he winds up dying but the, the, the scrolls the, the writings the text they, they do get out and get translated and get copied into a book who which um, later on is uh, found and recovered by none other than Lord Thomas Marilyn himself
0: son of a
2: bitch Indeed. He heard about them after uh, traveling the Middle East because he was rich and he could do whatever the fuck he wanted. Um, and he, uh, we wound up finding a copy uh, on the street somewhere and buying it off a dude. And um, <clears throat> he starts reading this book and he gets to a part... Which really applies, he thinks, applies to him very well, very much. Because he's a heavy drinker, Lord Thomas, Lord Thomas Meredith For some, some reason, I'm, want, I'm not so.
0: super surprised.
2: Right, right. So he, he develops along the way, along his life, various alcohol-related illnesses. And uh, the, the kicker of which being a, a form of heart disease... And when he's diagnosed with this heart disease he just like it, it, it fucks him up. He knows he, he knows he doesn't have long and he's gotta do something to I don't know, solidify himself. But vampirism. then he finds
1: Vampirism.
2: Then he finds the Book of Skara. Oh, you know what too? Speaking of vampirism, I, I I failed to mention in the first episode, here's a here's a little addition, that um <clears throat> We spoke about uh this dude who Abramo got his possibly got his um in uh, original uh fire from, uh, this guy Francis Gerber, who mm-hmm. was the dude who went looking for the Night Hominid, right, vampirists right. in the first remember, place. Yes, and, yes, yes. Okay. So, uh that guy actually winds up becoming the first uh, scientist to uh, voluntarily be infected by the virus.
0: And how'd that work so out? So as him? to. Huh? And how did that work out for him?
2: Uh, it doesn't say he died. It doesn't <laughs> say he, you know. So, yeah, he became immortal and got to be a scientist forever with the vampires. He probably went to Thanos and learned everything and, you know, is living out uh, his happy days in the mountains.
1: Well, that's pretty sweet, at least. Yeah.
0: You know, and and speaking of of that little experiment that he did, uh, anybody interested, there's a a really freaking good uh, Korean movie called Thirst where a priest intentionally gets infected with vampirism. And uh, I say hijinks Ooh. ensue, uh, but it's not a comedy. So just imagine and then enjoy because it's very good. Anyway, back to That's, the story. Sounds pretty cool. All
2: right. Oh. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So he, uh, Lord Thomas Maryland, uh, diagnosed with heart disease. Uh, winds up finding now the the this is the timeline. Winds up finding the Book of Scara, uh, scrolls of Scara, and getting to the portion where uh, Calmeradif speaks about an item of great importance.
1: Ah, uh, I thought you were going to say
2: calls. immense
0: power, but that's good too.
2: Kind of, yeah, 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 yeah. Let, let's say. Um, Oh shit! How did they? <laughs> Damn it! I can never remember exactly how they said it. Uh, uh, the, how they described the the continuum transfunctioner.
0: I don't even know what where the fuck that it's... is.
2: What? Oh come on, come on, it, dude! Where's my car?
0: Oh shit! No, the... I haven't. I haven't watched that since I was sixteen, and I haven't watched that since I was really high in sixteen.
2: <laughs> I fucking love it. So the Continuum Transfunctioner—they always said uh, it's its mystery is only exceeded by its power, and its power is only is only exceeded by its mystery. Or something along those lines. But yeah, so this this <laughs> item, this this artifact, this thing is is referred to as the alabast.
0: I like that. I like that. I think that's okay. Mm, I,
2: yeah. It's a cool name, right?
0: It's okay. Yeah, it's not bad. The
2: right. Well, a little is known. Little is known about the object in in general. It's supposed to be in Marilyn's collection because uh, he speaks of it in uh, when he tells the story of his dad here uh, in his one of his diaries, and um, and the diary of uh, a guy that we'll talk about. Uh, pretty soon, like real real
0: close. I sort of got
2: Robert Emile.
0: I thought you were going to say, and in the diary of Anne Frank. <laughs> because it would be very uh, surprising if it popped up in there.
2: It, it would be. I mean, there's there's a few other things that are pretty surprising as well that I just I kind of left out because it was, you know, I was trying to get through it. That had but, to do with Anne uh, Frank. Anyway. No, it had nothing to do with Anne Frank. It actually has to do with uh, Jack the Ripper and um, Grigory Rasputin. Oh, yeah,
0: that's right. That would have taken forever.
2: Yeah, it would have been a whole another trail of a that has nothing to do with the collection or anything. I think that was a story that was supposedly found in a diary or something like that. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, I'm so, sorry, yeah, just Anne Frank. No, nah, it's cool. It's cool. That it just I didn't tell it because it just really wasn't res- relevant to the rest of the, the main portion of the story. I hear so it. anyway, this this thing called the alabast. Um, it's supposed to be shaped similar to a ram's horn. Okay. So a spiral. Right. Right. A Fibonacci spiral. Um... And when you look at it but it's supposed to it's supposed to be made of glass or ice it's not cold well, to the it, touch necessarily but it, it looks like a form of glass okay. but when you look at it it's almost like you can see fluid movement on it's solid oh. surface so
0: oh okay I got you I got you
2: kind of like a a, a translucence, but an iridescence at the same time that that bounces light inside it. I don't know exactly how that would work, but it, you know what I mean. It, it it looks like fluid, but it's not.
0: <clears throat> I got you. Yeah. So
2: it's a already just a kick-ass fucking item, and and I kind of want one. I mean, it sounds pretty badass. But from the writings, uh. It supposedly emits a light of some sort, uh, this organic style type of light, or it's reported to be an organic.
0: Type so, it, of so light, it's more of like is- a bioluminescence than um, than any kind of uh, effect, you know, a uh, made light source.
2: Uh, I mean, I guess you could say bioluminescence, but I wouldn't say, you know, that it that it glows in any specific color. Hmm.
0: How can something be visible to the eye if it's not in a color?
2: I mean, this is a pretty special
0: item. Yeah, but humans work this in certain a... ways. I know. This story's <laughs> pissing me off, Chris. I mean
2: I'm I'm saying it's not a color that, that you could perceive. There's plenty of really, really close to white shades of every color that you could never perceive that it is a shade of that color. It yeah. just looks like white to us.
0: Well all I'm gonna say is that it better be in Joseph's amazing technicolor dream coat.
2: Well, see that'd be badass. So I'm gonna say it's a form of white, it's it's like it's a form of white light, but but it, it has, it also kind of goes along with the, uh, you know, the, the liquid, the liquidity.
0: Okay. Yeah. Right. Right, right, right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: so pretty cool item. Uh, also along in the writings, um,
0: wait, 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 does it do anything or is it just neat to look uh, at?
2: Yeah, no, 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 that's, that's exactly what I'm getting to here. Okay. Um, so the item is supposedly in the collection, uh, but has not been seen in over seventy years. Uh, no sign of it yet within the collection. Uh, but in the in the original writings uh, from the monk Calmeritif in the Book of Scara, it says that this item can grant can uh, not grant like you ask it a question and it says okay sure, uh, but um, it. it, it it comes along with it uh, a prolonged life, as long as you're, as long as you're with it. But it's said to have a great cost for bestowing said prolonged oh, life.
0: Okay, okay. Are you setting up Marvel's Civil War? Are these the Infinity Stones?
2: <laughs> it sounds like an Infinity Stone, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. It the does. black
2: cuboids and all that—they totally do. Like, I mean, it's. No, that's not where I'm going with it, but it it sounds very, very similar. So let
0: me assume that this thing will give you, like, a super long life or whatnot, but you'll go, like, probably fucking crazy.
2: Well, it's something similar to that. He winds up... um, He winds up feeling the effects of it, but dying of a heart attack, like... A year later, anyway. Well, then... So, it, so it's a piece it, of shit It did its garbage. thing, but it also took its cost. So so they say Edward Marilyn is supposedly on record saying something to the effect of the cost uh, of, of that, that his father paid was the life of his sister.
1: Uh-oh. His
2: sister supposedly disappeared from all record and existence, the same day his father died. So that's why he, it's in one of his journals uh, yeah. that he says that he's convinced that the disappearance of his sister is tied to this item. And, um, and basically he, it, like, it's also speculated, uh, going along with that, that, that that's kind of the whole point of Why he became what he became, and collected and did, you know, has all this shit because he was kind of looking for his sister in a way, trying to figure out the mystery of this item. You should have
0: started out the whole show with that, been like, this man, his life's work was to to find really weird shit, and the reason is Mm -hmm. that he was looking for his lost sister. That had disappeared without a trace. Without a note. Without a song in her heart. I I don't know where I'm going with this, I'm stuck. <laughs>
2: That's okay. That's okay. 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 We, we we don't have we don't have too much more, and and you know what, I probably just fucked it up by saying that I should have ended with that instead. Um,
0: I don't remember you yeah, saying so, that.
2: <laughs> Sorry about that kids uh, Maybe if Jason feels like it He can do some chop chop and a chip chip And You a, know that that's not going to a... happen <laughs> Yeah we established that earlier When have I yeah, ever yeah, cut
0: anything out of Any episode ever Um, Nope not once you're right Except for that one time there Really there wasn't That one time that you were super racist And I had to cut that out
2: <laughs> That never happened kids don't let him fool you that never happened always trying to make me look like the bad guy
0: (laughs) yeah that's what I'm here for
2: I swear I don't need anybody's help looking like a bad guy (laughs) I don't uh, (laughs) I promise
0: (laughs) so he's looking for his 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 long wash widow sister and uh, that's where we're at man
2: and he finds all this other amazing fantastical shit right Uh, I mean isn't that shit that's awesome
0: I mean, yeah, that is pretty neat. I mean, you're just going to give us one one example of, of it, though. Well, I mean, I know that I
2: go on to say,
0: I know that I said that brevity that, was the uh, the you know the spice of podcasting, but come on. man.
2: Well, uh, I mean, there's not much more to be said about it. He his his dad searched to find it for for like 15 years. Um, I thought his dad was dead. Yeah, he died a year after finding it.
1: Oh.
0: Well... At age 76. Maybe that's what the cost was. The cost was you can't even find it until a year before you die.
2: (laughs) That would be just a ridiculous thing to have. That thing is a dick. That thing is a fucking dick. But, like, what if it's given to you? Well because I, I don't think it works that way because it, it winds up supposedly in the collection, but then Marilyn, supposed that, like the kid, never died of it. Thomas never died of it. Hmm. But he supposedly, it doesn't say that he ever used it. He ever tried to use it or made any big deal of it because so far in the journals and everything, that that's all that's even said about it.
0: What if the great cost you have to pay is that you have to stick it up your butt three times a day? And, uh, and and his dad just wouldn't do it. He was like, I am no fairy. And then the thing was like, all right, well, you're going to die then. Wow. What I'm saying, people, is to keep an open mind, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. It, just because poop comes out of it doesn't mean that other things can't go in it every once in a while.
1: This is true.
0: So this it's, is well, true, I think. As Chris has, has explained to me over and over again. So... I just... Chris wasn't saying it. I needed to say it. Somebody needed to say it. I mean, if it was life Indeed. or death, I mean, you know, I'll sit down later. You know, whatever.
2: That's right. That's right. Because you will get used to it. Ooh. You just will. I mean, the, the human body, the, the humans, we, we adapt. That's just what we do.
0: I, so you saying, Chris, that the more... You just stu- got to relax. The more stuff you put in your butt, that you'll evolve to be able to fit more stuff in your butt?
2: Of course. It's just like the fatter... You, you will get fatter and, fatter and fatter and fatter and fatter and fucking fatter. You will. That's yep. just what y-
0: you, you do. You will, asshole.
2: No, I'm not saying you. I'm saying
0: in general. <laughs> like, if you
2: just keep fucking... You, you just will. So, yeah, of course. You remember that video I sent you of the chicks that... With the... Te- with the... Uh, you know... Uh, the basketballs? Ooh... You don't pay attention to anything.
0: No, I mean... God, why do do I even... I do (sighs) remember... I'm sorry, there are certain ones that stick out in my head a little little more than the others. Like the the ball-punching one? Holy shit, I showed everybody that. What the hell was wrong with that? What the hell is wrong with you that you stumbled upon that? What is wrong with... These things are sent to me. The world... Well, I'm too lazy to find them. See, I don't believe that either.
2: Hmm. Nope. They are sent to me.
0: See, I I can believe that they're sent to you. Not all of them.
2: Hey, I got a a few friends, you know.
0: So there was the ball punching one. I remember that one. I remember the one where, like, the dude's laying down and, like, the the chick is on, like, a, a spinning thing above him. And, like... You uh-huh. know, hanging upside down, and and people can use their imagination. Awesome.
2: That was just weird. Was I've like, been I, imagining that one for like, years. In
0: what way? In what way is that enjoyable for either of them?
2: Doesn't matter. It's worth a shot.
0: I mean, anything's worth a shot. That doesn't mean you take add it, it to the book. I At- did it with my dick. Yeah. <laughs> did, you, did you just say add it <laughs> That's to all that the book? What?
2: No, oh. added to the book. Ah. yep You know, sometimes you got to make the category. Sometimes you have to make
0: <laughs> are you what? uh are you ending the episode uh early because I said I wouldn't rant until we were at an hour and we're only at fifty minutes i mean i have
2: i have a i have a a, a little short thing you left to say I okay. mean it's not much, but yeah i got to, I got a few more things yeah.
0: okay well I mean how you know if it only takes you ten minutes uh i got I get a half hour to rant, so let's do it cool so
2: Getting back to this last little piece here. Uh, I I had mentioned before that there is a dude who, uh, in his diary, who uh, he, I guess, donated it to Thomas Marilyn at some point. Um, His name is Robert Emile, and he had dealings with um, Lord Edward Marilyn that had to do with this alabast thing And, and the black cuboids. So
0: and when you put them you together there, they turn into a Japanese robot that fights evil cuboids and alabasts. That would be
2: fucking awesome.
0: Why I'm is Hollywood not contacting us, Chris?
2: I'm trying to picture it right now. I don't I man <sighs> I like to think that we are interesting enough to to have come up with something by now that's worth talking about.
0: I mean we're good enough, we're smart enough, and dog on it, people at least like me. <laughs>
2: nope, I think in a previous episode you already admitted to the contrary, sir. So.
0: Well yeah, but you know, you don't just tell everybody that, you let them find it out for themselves, Chris. I'm trying to get us a yeah. fucking
2: movie deal here. <laughs> oh man, leave it up to me. Uh, to fuck it up, I mean. Uh, so, <laughs> so uh, yeah, this guy Robert Emile. We're, we're gonna. He mentions having dealings. So you got these black cuboid things, right? Right. This guy found them, and he wrote some shit about them. That this guy found, and then he said, oh, those things sound cool. That place sounds cool. I'm gonna go look for it." And he went and looked for it, and then he died. Like while he was the looking for it. The guy who found it, huh?
0: While he was looking for it, he died?
2: No, 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 he found it.
0: You remember the, the fucking...
2: The, oh, yeah, the kid, okay. yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Augustine?
0: The
1: uh, So, yeah.
2: yeah, so... Yeah, the first dude, Camaridi, he he, supposedly, he was supposedly 10,000 years old, and uh, we don't know if that's before he found it or not, and he fucking died. <clears throat> but, anyway, he... Yeah, so, the entities. The entities. Um... They are referred to as the old ones as well. Uh, nobody knows. Nobody fucking knows anything. Are they like this the mystics still... and the
0: skeksis from the Dark Crystal? Kinda,
2: kinda. They're they're disembodied. They're, they're, there's no can't see them. They ain't oh. thing. So, like ex- so then they're.
0: So then they're make 'em ups.
2: Yeah, yeah. We 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 can't perceive them, but we you can you just know something's going on there. <clears throat>
0: Okay, so it's so. like uh, it's like when you like, like when you're in like a like a spooky house with all the lights off and stuff, and like you think that somebody taps you on the shoulder, and you turn it around, and it's actually a surprise party for you.
2: Very similar, very similar. Okay, the, cool. Well, you remember I said that the guy Kalmeradev, he was he he composed the Book of Scarrow or the Scrolls of Scarab by uh, having been having it been. It was dictated to him by these three disembodied entities.
0: Hey Chris. They are Hey yeah. Chris. Um Yeah. I'm getting like the audio version of tunnel vision with you right now. That's oh. I don't know why. That was super weird. Like I thought something That's bad was about to happen to me 'cause uh you got really strange. You got real tiny and real far away. That's really strange. Yeah, I don't like that. Don't do that again. No. That's, that was scary. Don't, that's not good. Don't leave me like that I
2: leaned again, over cause... and tried to relax a little bit, and I yeah, think don't the do
0: microphone that. hung yeah,
2: no. a certain way.
1: Yeah, I'm not happy Sorry with you that.
0: being able to relax, Chris. That's just not what this is about.
2: Well, my leg's starting to fall asleep. Well... I wait, am stuck in a box. You
0: are at least home. i still stuck in a box, technically. I'm in a box in it's, Iowa, though. It's not like I can just roam around.
2: Do I... Uh, all right. So, Stupid <clears throat> Iowa. Can you hear me better now, though? Yes. Can you hear this pretty well?
0: It sounds like it's a a broken penny whistle.
2: Yeah. That's I didn't wh- call anybody. What? <laughs> so, um, so just uh, yeah. So these these fucking things, dude. These ent- entities, they're known as the old ones. So this guy, Robert Emile, and his cousin, Herbert Hendrick, Robert Emile, Emile is Lamassel, a...
0: Hoff and Seffer Incorporated. Sorry. What? The Laverne, what? And, Chir- Laverne and Shirley theme song. Oh, Every time you say yeah. Emile, that goes through my head, and I had to say it out loud once so it would stop. That's funny. We're gonna do it. To make it. If then <laughs> will break it, we gonna you be make our dreams come true. Doing it always.
1: All
0: right, I'm done. Uh huh.
1: And we do it our way, yes, our way. Make, make all our, our dreams way. come true.
2: For me and for <laughs> you, Jason.
0: Hello, Laverne.
2: Me and you, Squiggy. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. You call me Chee Chee. I'm calling you Squiggy from now on. I'm you so, are I'm, the
0: squigs. I'm so down. So down with that.
2: <laughs> That's hilarious. Now you gotta now, now you gotta grow like the reverse mohawk. Just that one slick little oh, piece no. that falls
0: in it. I'm so scared that my yeah, hair's doing that, that anyway. <laughs> in the center of your forehead. <laughs> <laughs> Like the guy from The Prodigy. Uh, you'd probably...
2: Oh, man. That one... That takes so much dedication.
0: To looking so stupid. Much. Yes, you're right. Yes. That guy woke up every morning and shaved the middle of his head thinking to himself, <laughs> I'm unique. I'm special. Most people just have one mohawk. I have two. So what if it looks retarded? Bottom, I don't care. I don't bottom,
2: care. The You know how difficult that would be to, to keep them. I mean, they're probably not that difficult, but still.
0: You know how difficult it would funny. be to walk out your door looking like that? Like, he's, yeah. he lives in the suburbs. Like, they haven't taken off yet. He's walking outside. Hey, Mr. Johnson. And he, he gets in his fucking, like, 92 Geo Metro and, like, starts driving <laughs> off. <laughs> Mr. Johnson's like, um, the Richards kid next door looks unique. You know, what the shit? Gonna do it my oh, way, yes, it.
2: my way. Shave Smacking my your head down the up. mirror.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Bringing the
2: pressure. <laughs> I'm telling you, I mean, it's dedication. It takes <laughs> It takes in- time and energy. Inviting to you
0: to so play some games. Let's do it. That. <laughs> okay <laughs> <sighs> all right Laverne and Shirley thank you for your years and years of laughter and uh, <laughs> La- Laverne uh, whatever your real name is that I can't remember which making me kind of sad because you're a great director a really really good actual movie director yeah she's cool people yeah man all right so I don't know her name either though so where are we in the story of Cheech Marin go
2: Alright, well, well <laughs> oh, man. The last thing is that I'm I'm totally now picturing um in my head and I fucking I wish I was a better artist and I could just shoot something like this out on some paper. But um <clears throat> fucking squeaky the mighty steed.
1: <laughs> what the that shit would be. Man. <laughs>
0: He'd have to be, like, half donkey or something. Like, he'd have to be something ridiculous-looking.
1: A donkey
2: centaur with glasses and a mohawk. Uh, let, uh, let's, let's face it, mohawk.
0: He's a ridiculous-looking man, so... <laughs> uh. Squiggy the Mighty Steed. <laughs> it's got to have a little... a little, <laughs> It's got to have a little text bubble coming out of it that says, Hello, LeVern. <laughs>
2: And butterfly the super guy in the sticky armor, uh, Knight in Sticky Armor.
0: Oh, man. Knight in Sticky Armor. That's going to be the (laughs) name of my musical.
2: (laughs) Knight in Sticky Armor.
1: Knight in Sticky Armor. (laughs) It's so dark. (laughs) So dark.
0: (laughs) Am I the only one that hates, hates, hates the song Knights in White Satin?
2: You are not, sir. It's, you are not the only one.
1: It is it's so depressing
0: bad. Weird. It's not that it's depressing. It's that it's gross. It's like that guy. I had. Mm, mm, uh-uh.
2: There are several songs, and I know we're detaching ourselves, and I did it to us again. This is my fault this time. So, I, uh, you know. You are not even at an hour want, yet. But- <laughs> there are several songs that i along the way of being a kid and having fucked up nightmares along uh, at some point there was always either a radio or a tv on while i'm sleeping right and you don't think as an adult you just shut everything off cuz you're just like fuck it and whatever you but as a kid you're 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 soaking everything in whether you're sleeping or not
1: yeah and whether and, you think you are yeah. or not yeah
2: Exactly. Exactly. And, and there were several different songs uh, just spanning weird genres that have played, actually played, uh, sounded like in my brain audibly in my nightmares. Like, there's this one uh-huh. weird Janet Jackson song. There's, like, that <laughs> Lady in Red song. Oh, man. Lady in Red is fucking really? creepy as shit to Lady me. I can't listen to it. Red it's creepy. Hungry it's Eyes. Super creepy.
1: With me.
2: See what I'm saying? Nah.
1: Cheek to
0: cheek. Nobody here.
2: That dude's a fucking serial killer. I'm telling you. He's going to cut her lips off. just you and me. Both hairs. Where I want to be. <laughs> Dude, you sound like <laughs> you sound like Julio. Or like like uh, Enrique. <laughs> He sounds
0: very similar to some Enrique. Oh. Don't start singing that now. I'm going to tell you. Well, that's okay. I, 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 I don't... The beauty in my mind? Something like that? Is the next line? Anyway. You know what, Christo?
1: beauty by my soul.
0: There you go. I, I know this song, and but then, I fucking despise I mean, it. Okay, well, let's move on and just it's let me creepy. say... Just let me say... I'll never forget The way you look tonight <laughs> yeah, all right, let's go. <laughs> and go. Is there anything left to the to the actual episode? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. There's, there's, there's a couple little, little thingy doodles noodles here. Okay, go for it. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So, all right, so... Uh, the old ones. We're going to move on from the old ones. We're going to come back to the old ones. I'm, I'm not going to say what you think I'm going to say... Because you mentioned that I say it too much last that last episode. No, let's so go I'm ahead and put a pin
1: it. in
0: it. Let's do it.
2: <laughs> and if you noticed, I haven't said scenario. I think I've said scenario one time, because I noticed myself after hearing that part that I said I say that way too often, too. I've, so I'm going to cut that out.
0: I've never heard you say the word scenario before, ever. Bullshit. Go back and listen
2: to more episodes. I promise you I say that shit all the time, and it, it's annoying. You It know yeah, annoys even me.
0: I, I, I apologize, kid. I have never once listened to an episode of our show. Hmm. That's entirely inaccurate shut up go and
2: I hear slacks <laughs> i've listened to all of them but you listen to them like
0: way more i mean i, I don't have know to, why that is because i have to fucking I edit uh, them and shit well not edit them but uh, like sound levels and make sure you're not yeah, racist you somewhere shit. where i didn't yeah. notice
2: you be leaving in parts where like where you make I yourself know, look I like haven't a fool. Farted on yes. air yet but yes but if I do, I think you're going to leave it in
0: there. You know what I love the most, and so does everybody else, is when you say one specific thing, I ask for clarification. Then you say, no, I didn't say that. I said the exact opposite thing. And I'm like, no, I don't think so. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure that's what you said. And you're like, no, that no, dude. Like no. It,
1: does.
0: it happens all the time. <laughs> Fuck your left cheek. It is one of my favorite things. The top one things. and the bottom one. One of my favorite things in the them. world. I love it, and I love it to death. <laughs> yep. God damn it. So all the right
2: old guys, d- I'm fallible. So the new I ones. I may be awesome. I am fallible. I'm sorry. I only can do what I can do. Um, so, yeah. We're going to put a pin in the old ones, all three of them. And we're going to move on to this guy, Emil. Robert so E. and his cousin... Hoff and
0: Sefer Incorporated.
2: <laughs> uh, and his cousin, Herbert Henrik. Uh In the 1930s, they come across the writings and a clip of uh, leading them to uh, the pathway, which we spoke about earlier, this zigzaggy pathway in mm-hmm. the Middle East.
0: In these mountains and such. With the spirals, spirals to the rocks, yes.
2: Where they would locate the black cuboids.
0: Hey, sit now up, Chris. What did I do? I can't hear you again. You, you're acting weird. Oh, sorry. Oh, there so, you are. Okay, yes.
2: <clears throat> they find the black cuboids. They find the black cuboids. And they are scientists, so they start actually fucking documenting these things, which is where they found out about the coil Syndrome.
0: Wait, actual is... scientists?
2: Well, Emil was a, uh, was a physicist.
0: Okay, I'll give it to him,
2: but... And his, his cousin was a professor of chemistry.
0: That's not a scientist, though. Is it not? I don't know. Just because you can teach chemist- doesn't mean you can do... Why not?
2: I mean, you have to go, you have, to, don't you have to have your doctrine to be able to be a professor?
0: I don't think so. I knew oh, a professor a once and it was, he was not very smart. Oh. And, and he didn't know what he did. He not know shit about what he was teaching. He was just a professor. Oh, Shout out Sorry. to Delgado College. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Nicely done, sir. Nicely done. I'm Thank sure you. they'll appreciate that quite a bit.
0: So we have real, actual, live scientists that are looking at real, actual uh, things that are things that scientists should look at.
2: Indeed, sir.
0: Indubitably. So,
2: in one side, these things are, are, like I said, made of some sort of exotic, unknown, ultra-terrestrial material uh mineral uh whatever kind of fucking matter um yeah every time you say every
0: time you say exotic i just see boobs all over them oh yeah Mm -hmm.
2: well actually in in one side of each cuboid uh was this coiled hole (laughs) Such like
0: (laughs) did they did they they fuck these things chris
2: (laughs) oh my goodness well, how would how would you like to find out about the about you know it disappearing things disappearing into them by by testing it with your dick
0: for hey it. man you're in the middle of the amazon you you've you're yeah, ha- right <laughs> it's just you and your brother or whatever the shit he is cousin and uh uh-huh. you're like well tired of fucking my cousin might as well fuck this rock for a while <laughs> fuck this rock Oh man! Fuck it, real hole. Oh no! Black hole! Curse you, God! So,
2: (laughs) they make mention that that excuse me. Nope. That by looking into the hole, it is immediately noticeable that the internal space is larger than the outside.
1: Hmm.
0: How? That's what I said about my ex-girlfriend. (laughs) <laughs> oh man i'm not gonna uh, say which one i said about though hot dogs and hallways hot
2: dogs and hallways um <clears throat> so uh they proposed that somehow Wait, they proposed
0: <gasps> there's gonna be a wedding y'all
2: they speculated oh that's way less
0: interesting it.
2: It's yeah they I mean even if they did it it wouldn't have been accepted, and it wasn't legal at that time, so um <clears throat> they just they 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 speculated that uh because of this internal space thing being larger than the outside, that these cuboids must exist in more than one plane of reality at the same time I mean that is and, literally um, the
0: only uh option. Ah, uh, what else could it be? I mean, they could yeah. just be really dumb and not know, uh, sizes. I, they
2: studied these things for years before making this speculation.
0: Um, well then they're really dumb. How do you not just look at it and be like, whoa, there's like a ton of space in this thing?
1: I don't know.
2: So I mean, they, they they speculated all kinds of stuff. They made they, they came up with many theories on, on you know where they could have come from or or why it has this effect, uh, this weird coiling black hole type effect on uh, organic tissue. And uh, mm-hmm. the theory that seemed to correlate with their many experiments, it says, and, and okay is that uh, the idea that somehow the cuboids themselves were some kind of shell for an other dimension that had these little entities living inside it.
0: Okay. So so the
2: old ones Mm. are somehow dwelling within their own space being protected by this supposedly impervious material right right and and but but inside if you can look inside the coil if you can get inside to in inside the cuboid it would be a whole universe possibly with these creatures that just they just reside in there and you know they could be i don't know they could be
0: so what you're saying is that this is a real life horton here's a who
2: uh, kinda but but I mean think about it if if you if you are your own universe, then wouldn't you be all powerful regardless of how big your universe is to someone else or small to someone else uh within it, you are everything, so hmm. you kinda are a god or
0: is this like that song from the nineties that was terrible the whole you're a God, and I'm a god that's all it. It's you. Why do you remind me of such horribleness, Chris?
2: I don't think I've ever heard that, but it sounds awful.
0: It was bad. It was real bad. Um, that, you know what? You know what? Though that—that that is a—that uh, is a, that's a, a neat. Uh, you know, it's a neat little thought you have there, Chris. Are we all I mean, just our own masters? I'm just thinking here. You know. I'm thinking here. I'm sorry, Chris. That must hurt really bad. Are you okay?
2: Actually, my head does kind of
0: hurt. I Um,
2: knew it. I knew it. So anyway, they studied these things for uh, quite a while, for for several years. Uh, Then this guy named Ahmad Kassat, he was this Syrian cat, he got a hold of their um, research and started doing his own, and uh, he started documenting things. And he uh, found a cuboid himself, searching the Sahara, actually. Um, and he he claims, or he he speculates that they're over five hundred mil- million years old, um,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and that, they had that's this the thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, they, and they have these strong electromagnetic fields, which which he uh, thinks is coupled with this radiation that that produces the the effect uh, coil syndrome.
1: Right,
0: um, right. <laughs> That's the only way. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was robbed. Of course, after yes. The, oh, yes. After the Syrian yeah. government found out. Yep. Before he could he show anybody. Robbed. Absolutely, yes.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. And mm-hmm.
2: but he retained one. Of course, he did. Yes. And somehow. After Marilyn, after Thomas Marilyn died, that cuboid wound up in his collection, somehow.
0: It's called transubstantiation, Um, Chris. It could be. It just knew where it was supposed to be. That's it.
2: It could be. And I didn't uh, know if it was a guy or a guy, but
1: yeah.
2: This guy, uh, Cassatt, uh, he apparently was able to finally remove a sliver of the material of course and yes inside mm-hmm. inside it yes. there was a light a brilliant white light that was shining <gasps> was it also okay, also go. giving way to the idea that uh-huh. perhaps this this space on the inside was was just a whole another universe altogether
0: right see when you said mm-hmm. that there was this brilliant white beautiful light shining from within um, mm-hmm. I'm I'm picturing that it's the thing that's inside this, the the briefcase in Pulp Fiction.
2: Ah, uh, yeah, but that was kind of a gold light.
0: Uh, I mean, it was a yellow light bulb that was just thrown in there for effect, but whatever, you know? <laughs> it was pretty awesome, though. It's just kind of whatever you want it to be.
1: Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah, yeah.
0: I like that.
2: I like that angle.
0: Yeah. So this guy thinks that he's got a universe... He's got the whole world in his hands. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. And this is twenty years after uh Emil and Henrik the found Huss theirs.
0: And Incorporated.
2: <laughs> after they found theirs. Uh-huh. Uh so these people um you know, he found their work and he went and, and, and I think they did some talking about these cuboids. Uh, but then it, it is stated in, in, uh, one more time Emile's diary. Right. <clears throat> <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. It's stated in his diary that, uh, while they were, um, studying the cuboids, uh, that they got a visit. From none other than Lord Edward Marilyn. Oh, no. Oh, sorry. Sorry, I take that back. It was a man, yes, it was a man <clears throat> purporting to be the son of Edward Marilyn.
1: Oh. So, mm hmm,
2: mm hmm. Again, with that whole, I'm not actually this guy, but I'm, I'm uh-huh. that guy. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah? Anyway, he visited them. And after long, long talks uh, about these weird-ass objects, he leans in and asks the question, have the cuboids spoken to you? Uh
0: Uh-oh.
2: Which is super, super weird. Creepy? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's creepy shit, man. On such questions. They they the cousins uh, they proceeded to just ask him all kinds of questions about why the hell, what's happened to him, that that he would have asked such a strange question because they you know they had all their theories about entities living inside it and all this kind of shit anyway so he wants to know
0: if if they had spoken to him. So it is Horton. Here's a who. And wait. Uh, well, is, after wait, a wait, little wait, while. Wait, was Marilyn's son a, an elephant by any chance? No. No, no, no. Oh, okay. There's that, no elephant. That blows a hole in my theory. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so, uh, after a
2: while uh, of, of, you know, kind of trying to beat around the bush at least a little bit, uh, he Ba-dum-bum. finally explains... Huh? Nothing, go ahead. He finally explains his reason for, for showing up, which would be uh, the alabast. He pulls out the alabast.
0: And, that uh, sounds so super sexual. Uh-huh, uh-huh, so he, walk, he walks uh-huh. in. He, he waves looks it her, in their faces. He, he looks her and deep in the eye. Give them, and he he pulls out the alabast. See. And
2: he threatens to give them, leave them all with mushroom tattoos if they didn't do exactly what he says.
0: And see, I was going, he, I was going like like highbrow with it, and then you're all like, Haha, The head of a penis looks like a mushroom." Ha ha. Really?
2: Come on, Chris. I'm actually more talking about assaulting them with
0: it. Well, see that—that's not cool either. Uh, why we're, not? We're trying to get people turned on here, Chris. You know, we're we're trying to get trying to get people in the mood, man. We're not trying to scare them away with violence, man.
2: Oh, those don't go together.
0: That's that's.
2: Have I been wrong this whole time?
0: I think so. I'm pretty sure you're always wrong. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah, sorry. That's so scary. All right, go ahead. Uh, c- continue with the story, because I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you some real soft mood music behind it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Maybe that's fine. So, you I'm you just, you just gotta make it sexy. You ready? Go ahead. All right.
2: <laughs> so the alabast. <coughs> oh, this glass, liquid-looking ram's horn, ancient artifact of possibly extraterrestrial origin such a
0: such a smooth piece anyway okay yeah that was good i think people are gonna like that
2: right. <laughs> nice 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 <laughs> uh, so he uh he told them the whole story about how his dad looked for it for years and uh, after finding reference to it in this book and uh blah, 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 you know, imbuing him with life and such. And, um, and yeah, that's, that's, uh, they were the ones, uh, Emil was the one who had, uh, made mention of this story because that, Mm -hmm. that's the story that he ended with, um, the price his father paid was the life of his sister.
0: Right, 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 right. Hey, uh, you have five minutes, Chris.
2: Yeah so they think somehow the alabast is a sentient artifact and um, yeah that's uh, that's pretty much the end uh, although like I said though we will be we, th- 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 just the next little part real quick is uh, to say what Snopes thinks about this story
0: alright yeah let's hear it let's hear it
2: ah, so Snopes makes mention <laughs> first of all that uh, this is all bullshit.
1: Well,
0: duh. Complete bullshit. Yeah, we all know that. This is just a fun story, but we get it.
2: (laughs) So there's this guy named Alex C.F. I don't know what C.F. stands for, but he calls himself Alex C.F. Cox. And Alex C.F. is the one who made the video for it and the one who curates the museum. Um the video popped up in 2016 um, <clears throat> and <clears throat> Alex C.F. is <laughs> uh, let's see let's see, let's see, sorry it said tell you exactly what he does uh, I'm just reading it right here off of the Snopes website instead That's of awesome. having
0: taken nope, that sounds notes good. on it let's see it, personally. let's hear it let's do it uh yes
2: so, despite the claims made in this video, we found no record of an ageless cryptologist named Professor Thomas Theodore Maryland that wasn't associated with this museum. Furthermore, in addition to his duties as curator at the Maryland Cryptid Museum, Alex CF is also an illustrator, artist, and sculpture sculptor who specializes in dark folklore and animal mythology.
0: So it just Alex so is happens, London-based. Yeah, sorry, right? go ahead.
2: Right, 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 right. Alex is a London-based illustrator, writer, and sculptor. His work is visceral and whimsical, creating elaborate, detailed depictions of earthen ritual, dark folklore, and forgotten horrors. His frenetic—well, I don't know what frenetic means. Uh, His frenetic lines and beautiful depictions can be seen on band artwork, record labels, and book covers, alongside his own personal projects. Uh, his personal artwork is inspired by animal mythology, the concepts of imbuing non-humans with cultural, religious, and ritualistic practices, creating fantastical naturalist scenes, with much of his personal illustrations connected by stories within a single narrative.
1: All right, so...
0: And, we, uh, yeah, I'm going to just leave it yeah, at that. Yeah, because we, we understand that this guy... if If this were an actual museum with actual... Uh, artifacts and actual uh remains in it that I mean it would be literally the that I would mean it would be the find of uh, not just the century but it be it would be the find of humanity uh so let's go ahead and get uh some weird illustrator and sculptor to curate the museum <laughs> um yeah so that just right there's just like hey you know it's a, it's an art project and it's neat and i you know what though is like if, if he is, in fact, the one that came up with all the lore and stuff uh, having to do with it, that is, he's it's cool, man. Like, he <clears throat> he did a good job. And he, I like how he took uh, what was already, uh, you know, collectively known about these these tales and then put enough spin on it to make it sound like it could be, you know?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I dig oh, yeah. that. He, he did a lot of work here. And if he sculpted all of these pieces too, and, and I mean, there's a lot. He made I mean, a museum. Maybe but. he
0: designed some and, like, you know, put them out. You know, got them sculpted by somebody else, kind of deal. You know, they, 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 artists are weird people. They're weird people. So that's true. But it's very true. Uh, this was the perfectly length episode, Chris. So, since I've already kind of said what I know and have learned about this, why don't you tell us what you've learned about the Maryland Cryptid Museum, man?
2: Well, aside from the fact that any fucking thing can go viral, uh, you know, it's it's one of those things that um, I mean, like you said, it's really cool. This one guy, he did a lot of thinking and a lot of work, and he put this shit together, and um, I like it.
0: Yeah, real or it's not, it's cool. neat. It's neat,
1: for sure.
2: Yeah, he did <clears throat> a damn good job, and I, I thought the story was fun, and I mean, if you really look at, at the, the, the the museum's page and read all of the shit that I just told you. Um it's all there, but it's it's in its own separate little stories that you actually have to scroll around and piece things together yourself and I, I just kinda did it for you. That's pretty much all I did there.
0: There you go. Well thank you. We we all we all do appreciate you, Chris, and I'm glad that I did not make you super mad at me this week.
2: Yeah, 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 me too. I appreciate
0: yeah. that. Oh, uh, cool. And I
2: hope uh I hope all the kids liked it. Overall?
0: Um, They're probably not going to like this one more than the last one, though. You know? <laughs> Does
2: everybody like it when I get pissed? Oh,
0: man. They I love like it. like piss me off. I have heard nothing but good things. Well uh, done. Chris? Well, um, oh, you know what, dude? I was reading something about it, too, and there is one thing that you forgot to add. Um, Uh-oh. You've just listened to another riveting episode of See, No, Hear, No, Speak, No.
1: <sighs>
2: I thought you were going to say something... Just horrible, but it had nothing to do with the UFOs, conspiracies, or murders for that matter.
0: Not a goddamn thing. I've been Jason Rambo.
2: Yeah, yeah, you have, and I've been Chris Berrios, as always. Indeed. Um, all up in your ear holes.
0: Bye, Laverne!
2: Actually, you've, you've been Squiggy the Mighty Steed, and I've been Chi Chi the- Babaros. The knight in sticky armor. Rose.
0: <laughs> knight in Sticky <laughs> Armor <laughs> Alright, kiddies. Countdown time. The Three, two one. one.
1: Five.